Welcome to the podcast. I'm Jay Loth. This is Do Boss. In this episode, we talk, we can merge our talent to build an amazing company. If you're enjoying the content, please share and don't forget to smash that like button. We're available at soundcloud.com slash online, iTunes, and Google Play. Shout out to SpinWeb, our studio sponsor. SpinWeb is a website design and digital marketing agency with a 20-year track record. You can subscribe to the SpinWeb podcast at spinweb.net slash radio. Stay tuned for now. In today's episode, we have a special guest. Well, we have two special guests. I am Christina Grivey, and we own a interior and art design firm. So we're a full-service interior design firm, and we also do custom art for our projects. And I'm Courtney Walker-Pope, other principal of Polish Interior and Art Design. We're always working on some luxury new construction projects, which means that we focus on making selections with our um, clients who are building new homes or also commercial projects. We also do lots of just interior projects. So we've got a few new clients up in Westfield. Um, We recently obtained a couple clients downtown. So that's very exciting for us. That's a market that we've been trying to get into. Our office is at the Stutz downtown. So we're kind of hoping that that'll also gain us some traction down there as well. And then a lot of things that we just do in-house whenever we have time because we have so much of it. Um, our custom art and we work on creating fabric. We would like to do some more textile design and then we are working on um, coming up with a studio sale. So we'll sell some stuff that we've used in previous projects or staging and that should be something fun and exciting for our clients and our clients' friends. Just to add to that, we just de-installed our um, dining room at the Designer Show House, um, which St. Margaret's Guild puts on every year. Um, It's the oldest uh, interior decorating um, home in the United States, and um, all the proceeds go to um, Eskenazi Hospital. So cool. You mentioned that you work out of the Stutz building. What do you feel about that environment? I know several people who work out of there, and they just love being around other artists. It's a super creative environment, which I think we both love. Just walking around, you can get inspired by all the artists. Everyone's also very friendly and open-minded, so that allows for a great place to go to work. What inspires your inner creative? Um, I just got back from New York, so I'd have to say traveling is always something that inspires me personally. I love to go to the Indianapolis Museum of Art at Newfields. I'm going to plug that new tagline that they have there. Um, and just walk around, go out to the gardens. So that's, those are some of my key inspirations. Yeah, uh, same as Christina. Also, um, I love to be outdoors. I find a lot of inspiration there. Um, looking at classic design elements that have been used uh, many previous years and kind of putting a new twist on them. And then uh, classic architecture. Um, and then also just I love listening to people and their stories. I feel like I get a lot of inspiration just from that. You mentioned that you just got back from New York. I love New York. Where did you stay out there? I stayed in Midtown, but I feel like we went everywhere. So I'm a big advocate for public transportation. I just feel like it's part of the experience and you get to see so many more, so many more things and so much more culture doing that. So we were all the way up in 
Harlem, East Village, downtown, and um, and but we stayed in Midtown. <laughs> Very neat. What is the most challenging about your work? Oh, I think as a business owner, what's most challenging for me is um, just we wear so many hats, so we're always doing so many things. So while we do uh, get, get to be creative a lot, we also have to do a lot of organizational things, a lot of administrative work, and sometimes it's hard to separate those day-to-day tasks from getting all the fun things done, too. I agree with Christina on all those. Um, and then also kind of instilling some patience in our clients. Uh, our, our design does not take one day. It can take many, many weeks. And I feel like everyone uh, has this notion that they can get things, you know, delivered in two hours thanks to Amazon. Um <laughs> So that's, (laughs) unfortunately, that's really not how we operate. Um, And then also kind of competing with these um, bigger box stores or websites like House and Wayfair and the one-day sites, Um, a lot of those items we can provide as well. But again, we just don't have the capacity to get those items as quickly as clients want it. So yeah, deadlines and patience is something I struggle with. (laughs) I could understand that. What is the most rewarding about your work? I think we probably both agree that one of the most rewarding things of doing an install is something that we call the big reveal. So whenever we have a large interiors project or any project, we will um, go in and install all the furnishings that the client has selected and then stage everything or style it. Um, And then we invite them to come back home after that and they just kind of see everything put together. And typically that seems to be the most rewarding thing. Yeah, we get lots of, we've gotten videos of kids walking into their new homes or their new rooms. They're, you know, the moms and dads are either screaming with excitement or crying with joy. And it's, it's just really rewarding. Um, also referrals and repeat business from our clients. Uh, it's super rewarding to know that you've done that great of a job that they would trust you with their friends or family or in their home again. What keeps you invested? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I always say that we're super fortunate to do what we love and also enjoy who we do it with. So I think that is a big part of it. Um, We have a great environment, work environment, so it's relaxed and uh, just allows you to be yourself. For me, it's kind of the ever-changing potential of design. I mean, it's a never-ending opportunity, and I think that's also uh, keeps us vested. What is, and earlier we kind of talked about it, the patience and the timing when working with clients, but what are some other common misconceptions about your industry? Um, That we're too expensive or unaffordable. I feel like um, how we work is we have an inclusive process, so we offer our clients a wide range of products at different price points, and we offer them those through trade accounts that we get um, by being an interior design company, so you can't always get those products as just a general public or a general shopper. So we offer those discounts with cost plus on it. So you're still getting about, you know, 30 to 50% off of a really nice, well-made piece of furniture. And so I just think a lot of people think that we mark everything up. It's, you know, retail plus, and I think that's a really big misconception. Um, Another thing, I think a lot of people 
think that design has to be fancy and formal, and that's not really our firm, uh, although we like a classic look. Uh, we're very family-friendly. We think about kids and pets and uh, longevity of items. So whether that's um, doing special uh, furniture layouts for people or sourcing uh, treated fabrics that is um, kid-friendly and pet-friendly, those are some things we think about. Now, before you all started your firm, you both have similar backgrounds and like similar passions and studies. How did you figure out and diversify the talent? And was this interior design route something that you always wanted to do? I think for me, I was interested in interior design, but I went to school for fine art and then I got my master's in museum studies. So I've worked at a couple museums, the IMA being one of them for a little while whenever I moved to Indianapolis. And, um, I worked in exhibitions, so a lot of logistics work. So I think that comes into play with um, just kind of our day-to-day things that we need done. But I think Courtney has a more interesting story of how she got into interior design. I'll let her tell hers. Yeah, so um, back when I was younger, my mom always told me to you know, that I should go to interior design school and always listen to your mother because you'll end up doing what she says. Um, but my first go-round of a school was um, accounting and finance, and I was going the whole CPA route, worked at a public accounting firm, um, and I just knew that that was not something I wanted to do for the rest of my life, and I wanted to help people, but not in that way. So I went back to school for interior design, and uh, here I am. I definitely don't regret the finance background um, it helps us in the day-to-day operations and um, to hopefully be a successful firm for many years to come. I really like that story. It's true. You always end up doing what your mother told you to do anyways. <laughs> definitely do. <laughs> what resources or mentors did you seek prior to startup? Um, we're definitely researchers. At least I am. I'm very much a, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So Um, We looked into business plans and just looking into different companies and different places and how they run their companies. Uh, We also both uh, had positions at other places like the IMA where I learned how to do a lot of logistics and also um, be very organized and be great at forms and contracts and things of that nature. So we looked to those things for inspiration. And then we also sat down and wrote our own business plan based on the knowledge that we had and we could find. Yeah, so Christine is really organized and does a really good job of planning. So she kept me on track for all that. And then also, um, I was fortunate enough to grow up in an entrepreneur uh, family. And so I literally uh, learned how to crawl and type and do memos and accounts payable and file and all that good stuff. So that was really beneficial. I still call my dad when I have a a business question and he gives me a lot of great advice. Um, Also, I have to say that I learned a ton about the interior design industry from my former boss down in Louisville, uh, Courtney Hunter with CSH Interiors. Um, She was amazing and I owe a lot of our success to her. And then I think too, we are huge Instagram People, So we definitely looked at a lot of Instagrams and saw what they were doing, how they posted, how they interact and engage with their followers. And that's something that we're really advocates for. And we've continued to kind of try and work on that and build that through our own brand and vision. 
Is there ever a moment when you two are working together or even in that initial moment when you were starting up where you're like, I don't know how to solve this or like, I don't know what to do here. And and you're just like frustrated and you have to kind of pivot or figure something out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it pretty much happens every day. And it's luckily I have Christina and we can talk about everything together. And that really helps us work through our problems. I totally agree. It's probably at least every other day, there's a good five minute vent sesh that goes on <laughs> in the Polish HQ. <laughs> what is the key foundation to a balanced partnership? Uh, communication, I think is a key thing. We try to keep each other updated on our projects and um, respect each other, uh, share our ideas with each other, and also just bouncy bounce things off one another all of the time. Um, also, we treat this as a 50-50 partnership, so um, very balanced there. Um, also like to keep it equal with fun and business, and then we're a very family-friendly firm. Uh, Christina has a daughter, and so, um, you know, family comes first for us, and then business, so. When you were deciding upon your partnership together, what was that conversation like? So I, I knew I wanted to start a firm of my own, and I, I knew Christina, we were friends, and sh she was a really talented artist, and I knew she was organized and very level-headed, and, and I knew I probably could not do this by myself. So I reached out to her, and I said, hey, do you want to start a business? And it was a yes, and then <laughs> the rest is history, I guess. Yeah, and we, we always kind of laugh because we, we met when we lived in Louisville, and um, I remember I worked at a job that I had just gotten when I was had moved there just to get me through some time and I wasn't loving it and I remember sitting on my couch having a glass of wine with my husband and saying I wonder if Courtney would ever want to go into business with me I have no idea what business I would want to start right now but she, I think she'd be a good business partner and then three years later she asked me so I just think it's funny and everything comes full circle. When you two are working together what does the average day look like? It's kind of random. Um, Christina starts a little bit earlier than I do. Um, I mean, we kind of come in and just start working. Mm -hmm. uh, we receive a lot of, well, up until this point, we've received a lot of uh, of our clients' items. So that entails going down to the loading dock and inspecting them, unpackaging, bringing them all up. And so also, like, that's probably another misconception about our mm -hmm. industry is Very true. We, we sweat. <laughs> we work really hard. <laughs> we've gained a lot of muscle from doing all this. And so we aren't afraid to get our hands dirty um, so there's a little bit of that, um, social media. We do a lot of email correspondence. I mean, yeah. it's not like we sit across from each other and talk all day. A lot, of, a lot of times we may not say anything to each other for a couple hours, and that's just normal. And um, a lot of t client meetings happen, so yeah. that ch changes things up. And then I would say we also are outsourcing, so we use all of our local sources as much as possible. So we're running to a tile distributor, a floor distributor, um, running to get fabric samples, just all the different things that we can utilize at our fingertips here in Indianapolis. Yeah. Also, I have to mention, Christina came up with a really fun idea um, to do a monthly lunch because we couldn't quite get the weekly meeting down, and she calls it uh, Designers Who Dine, and it's really cute. She writes about the restaurant and, like, our little discussion, and we've tried to incorporate some other uh, business people in Indianapolis, too, so I just, it's really fun. That is such a smart idea. Have you ever had a moment where you are working with a client and it was like, 
a huge challenge or like they asked you for something that was like extreme like we want this painting from like Europe um unfortunately we have not had anyone ask for a painting from Europe yet <laughs> but I would be delighted to handle the logistics and yeah. shipping of that <laughs> she would do a great job too um my gosh I, I mean each project has its own challenges um mm-hmm. I can't think of anything like off the wall except mm-hmm. kind of deadlines just you know I know it kind of everyone's in a hurry and everyone would love it done quickly but that's probably the hardest challenge where can the audience learn more about you and your projects? We have a website, so it's www.polishinteriors.com. And like I said, we're big Instagram uh, people, so you can like us on Instagram and follow our story. Yeah, we're at Polish Interior and Art Design. So it's a long one, but worth it. <gasps> I love it. Thank you to so much for being on the show. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks Thank you for having, for having us. us. All right, that's it for today. Join in every Friday for fresh content and an amazing lineup of interviews. Thanks for listening. 